Fuck you, you little piece of shit. You ain't Spanish, man. Yeah, I'm speaking Spanish. Hey, Pete, you don't. Be loyal, you little boy. Fucking got sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, you piece hey, of Pete, shit. Hey, Pete, yell at him in Spanish. Yell at him. Yeah, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Thanks for listening. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. Oh, we're bringing this back. The phone speaker to the microphone. The highest production. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Yeah. To the Alex Caruso Fan Club. The podcast. We back for another week of great content. It's me, your host, Nathan, and my other host, Ryan. Ryan, say what's up to the people. Listen, what's up? We're here. We're alive. We're fucking making it happen. We're here. We're alive. We're making it happen. The bare minimum we could be here, alive, and making it happen. Mm -hmm. Mm, It is June 22nd. The NBA draft happening as we speak, live NBA draft coverage um, from from Melbourne, Australia, as well as San Diego, California. And I am, I could not be more excited for Victor Wimbanyama. Is that how you say that? Yama. The trauma for Wimbanyama has begun. What name? So, what, where's he from? Is that Nigerian from, or something? No, nah, he's French. He might be. No, no, um, no, but that last name is like, is African. You think? You think that's French? French? When Banyama? <laughs> when Banyama. Yeah, that's a good question. Let, let me, let's, uh, he's born in France. Oh, he's Congolese. His father is Congolese. Damn, that's exotic. His I always six... envy these people that are like born or like their their dad is like from fucking Nigeria or like I don't know some, mm-hmm. and then they immigrated to France and it's like they're the they're the most like multi fucking racial multinational person. They know French, English, fucking, and this guy's like seven foot four, <laughs> athletic yeah. god. Yeah, what's um Francis Ngannou? Similar situation. Yeah, Francis Ngannou, born in Cameroon. He was, uh, I mean, he didn't really have, like, he had a different path. He, like, kind of, he grew up in Cameroon probably till he was, like, 20-something, 22 mm-hmm. maybe. And then he, like, mm-hmm. had, do you know his story? His story's, like, pretty crazy. No, no, give it to me. He, he, is, he like, so he grew up in Cameroon, and then he, like, uh, had this dream of, like, becoming, like, a fucking, and everyone in his town is, like, uh, like sand miners or some shit like that. Like, they're all, like, just just doing, like, the fucking bare minimum work to get by. And uh, he wanted to become a fighter or whatever, so he goes across the Sahara Desert. He, like, has to travel in, like, the back of, like, a fucking shitty pickup truck across the Sahara Desert. Mm -hmm. And uh, they make it to, I think, like, Morocco or some shit. And then to go from Morocco to France... You have to cross like the, this big ass like body of water that's like really rough, and they do it in like handmade rafts. And then when they get there, it's like they send them back. He got sent back like seven times or something. So They're he, like, "Hey, you!" <laughs> he's like, "I'm here to fight. I'm here to kick ass." <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, you gotta go back." <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Get back to fucking Morocco." <laughs> so they take him back to Morocco, like I don't know, like fucking seven times and. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he like fucking knocks out one of the coast guards and fucking gets <laughs> yeah, exactly. in that bitch. So they're like, "Listen, okay, whoppa, <laughs> on God, <laughs> and just fucking attacks him." Um, dude, going from Morocco to France is is stupid. I'm looking at the map. You would just go to Spain, right? Or uh, I don't know if it was fucking Morocco. It was some like North African country. Algiers, maybe. Or was nah, that I think it was, I'm, I'm like pretty sure it was Morocco. Algeria. Mm. 
Or maybe they didn't land in France. Maybe they landed. What's across from Morocco? What's across from Morocco? Spain. Gibraltar. Yeah, maybe he landed in Spain and then he ended up in France or something like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, I mean going. Oh, yeah, I see Yeah, like it's like going across the Medi- the whole Mediterranean. In a they boat. Did, they're doing it in like fucking blown up like fucking Lay's bags or something. So I don't think they're going to <laughs> to France. <laughs> yeah, they're t- they blow air into Lay's bags and then tie them back shut. <laughs> zip zip tie them shut and then you get enough of those and you've got yourself a motherfucking boat man we got to go to europe and and africa yeah we do we got to fucking we got to take our gospel to africa for sure mhm you know i wanted to, i always wanted to go to lagos why lagos cuz that's like the biggest city in africa right Lagos, Nigeria. I mean, I think so. I think it is. Yeah. Unless it's like fucking Johannesburg or something. It's probably here. Let's look. Biggest cities in Africa. Yeah, number one is Lagos. Twenty-six million. Wait, what? That's massive. Is that like that's like the second biggest city in the world? Then I think right. Twenty-six million. Um. Wait, fuck, that's a lot. So that's bigger than New York. Um, I mean, how they do city populations is kind of, it's a little fucked. It depends on where you're at. I think Shanghai is like 30 million. But I don't know anyone's bigger than Shanghai. Yeah, this says, this list I'm looking at doesn't have Lagos on it for some reason. But if it is actually 26 million, then number one's Tokyo at 37 million, which is insane. And then uh, Delhi is 28 million. And then Lagos mm. would be number three. How, Shanghai how city, number four. How does it not have... This This has Lagos at uh, 13 million. It's number uh, 18. What the fuck? Somebody's lying. Right, I think I'm looking at this because this one's from 28. The uh, estimate in 2022 is 26 yeah. Yeah, this this got Tokyo, Delhi, Shanghai is one, two, three. God damn, bro. And you you've been have you been to New York? Oh, this this has New York at eighteen million though, so it's also it's kind of it's probably using a strange definition of city. It's it's, it's using like the well, what metro do you think area. it is? Like nine million? I think New York is eight to nine, something like that. I think that it was eight to nine in like fucking twenty eleven, maybe. Mm, well, let's see. If you go U.S. cities by population, I I'm always fascinated by by this because this says um, New York Dude, you City have to put, eight, eight million. You have to put twenty twenty three because that's probably from like twenty seventeen or something. What do you? No, this okay. This is the twenty two twenty thousand two thousand twenty two estimate. 8.3 million for New York. Where are you finding that? Because I'm, I'm finding this right here. 2023 New York City, 18.9 million. Well, it depends on where you're, you're... So you're looking at the metro area. Yeah, I mean, but... So that includes, like, the, you know, New York and then any surrounding suburbs, including, like, Newark, New Jersey. Okay, no, I don't think it's that fucking big of a fucking breadth or whatever. Yeah, it is, dude. You should, uh, like, like the Los Angeles metro area includes, like, Riverside. All right, whatever. Yeah, but New, New York's fucking big, though. New York, New York big, though. The, too, too, it just, it's too big for you. No. You can't make it there. You're, too, that you're too big for New York. You're too big for almost any city. Not, not anymore. You're, you're, you're too big for most doorways. Um. <sighs> In, in three weeks, those jokes aren't going to make sense. I know, I know. Well, so uh, thank you for listening to the podcast where we mostly just discuss how how big cities are, um, so which cities be big and which cities be real big, and um, and a little bit about uh, Francis Ngannou. I guess we we normally bring him up, but uh, Ryan, my co-host, is on a weight loss journey, and he's not weighing this month, but it's 
Well, yeah, August 29th in a week. There's a chance he's down he's down 20 pounds this month. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. And how have you been doing this? Uh, I mean, I've been... So, the, when I first started, I started doing like two hours a day of walking. And then wow. I think my... By day by day four, my body realized, hey, you're still fat and you have you actually haven't done any physical activity for like a year. Mm-hmm. So now then my like foot started to hurt and shit. So I switched to an hour a day walking, and then I'm gonna slowly ramp it up. I'm on an hour and five minutes walking, but I, I recently got sunburned, so I can't even so I can't walk the past two days. But I basically just been other than that, I've been walking like every day. Wow. And then I've been tracking first the calories. First thing in the morning? Normally first thing in the morning, sometimes at night. Uh, but uh, I've been tracking my calories. I'm probably averaging like 1,200, something like that. Damn. And so you were, I mean, what were you, how many calories were you eating a day before? What, thir- 3K? Uh, like realistically? 5,000? Probably like 4,400. Jesus Christ. So what was like a typical day before you started this journey and what's a typical day now diet wise? So, I mean, before it was like I would wake up and uh, I would blend my own chocolate shake. Um, and, and then I would have like sourdough toast, uh, like maybe eight eggs. Wait, you would, no, you're not starting off with a chocolate shake. Sometimes, if I wanted to. And that's the whole point. Before, whatever I wanted before, I just ate it. If there was muffins, I ate them. <laughs> if there was fucking chocolate, I ate it. Whatever, whatever, Whatever's in the house, I'm fucking eating it. What do you mean, if there? You're just, your parents are buying food and you're just yeah, kind of rummaging? I'm just, whatever's there, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm, not out, I'm not out going to get, and if I am, then it, it's even worse. Then I'm out getting fucking three pizzas or whatever. Yeah. So if you have to venture, it's like, oh no. Yeah, might as well make the the journey worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just whatever I wanted. So like a typical day of eating would be normally. I honestly I don't even eat breakfast. I would like wait until, you know, I would like get up at like four p.m. Yep. And just eat lunch, or I guess start with, yeah, start with what people would normally call dinner. I guess it'd be. Breakfast for me, I consider it lunch. Mm-hmm. And then in my diet at that time, I would have three lunches. So f- first lunch would be normally whatever like my dad cooked, which is like you know cheeseburger, yeah, breakfast sandwich, uh, you know pizza, whatever. Eat that around midnight. Hit up you know Canes or Taco Bell or something like that. And then around 5 a.m. have something like frozen, like frozen chicken nuggets. Yeah, just something you can microwave at the house. Yeah, something because nothing's open at 5 a.m. So. Yeah, because most people are sleeping. And and then in between, not looking for more calories. In between those three lunches, I would have you know snacks. I would eat baked, you know, chips. Uh, So. So chocolate shake for breakfast, three lunch, and then a dinner, and then obviously midnight snack, and then. Mm snacking in between so yeah that's do you did you find yourself like motivated by food like you were like man i can't wait to do i can't wait to eat this later uh i mean honestly recently like before i started this not really i didn't really give a fuck about food that much to be honest with you yeah i would just i would eat whatever Mm -hmm. uh before that like when i was really fat like when i was peak fat a few years ago Mm-hmm. Like 265, then yeah, definitely. I was like, I rubbed my hands together thinking about, man, I can't wait to eat fucking Burger King tonight or whatever. You know what mm, I mean? Yeah, lovely. Yeah, recently it's been, I think, at first it was like, honestly, I haven't even really been hungry. Like, even though I'm eating only like 1,200 calories, I'm not really that hungry still. Yeah. And I think now that my body has adjusted to having less calories, it's it's really fucking easy. Yeah, yeah. So, like, how did you... Okay, so what's a typical day now, food diet-wise? So, typical days, wake up, uh, go for a walk, then come back, eat a Cliff Bar, 
Okay. Uh, maybe Cliff Bar, and then maybe a piece of fresh fruit. Oh wow! Cliff Bar, banana, Cliff Bar, apple, Cliff Bar, and peach, your, maybe. Your first, your first time eating the fresh fruit, did your body like start to reject it? Did you like yeah. convulse? Maybe. Yeah, no, it was involuntary gagging, but you, I, <laughs> you just take it down. At like the smell of an apple, you start to. <laughs> yeah, you start to dry, but you can force that down. Okay. I used okay. I used like a, a dull knife to force it down my fucking throat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cliff Bar, apple, Cliff Bar, banana, something like that. And then lunch is typically uh, maybe a protein bar, maybe uh, like a, a lean cuisine. Okay. Something, something like that. Like before, like my sleep schedule has been fucking shifting still. So it's like before I would like wake up at like, noon and then breakfast would be clip bar banana and then then my next meal would be at like five or six whatever my dad cooked which would maybe be like grilled chicken or something like that grilled chicken potato mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then like around like maybe 2 a.m i would have like uh like a frozen like chicken tikka masala from trader joe's is like 360 calories okay so i do that but it's some combination of like you know Cliff Bar banana, uh, protein bar from Costco, which is 190 calories, Damn. and then yeah Trader Joe's tikka masala 360 calories, or you can do like lean cuisine. Uh, it's like pasta, and then there's also like frozen rotisserie chicken tenders, which is like grilled chicken tenders, and it's like 110 calories for like three pieces of them, which is like yeah. th- almost 30 grams of protein. Damn. So you can do that. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fucking easy. Yeah. Sometimes I, I don't even have like three meals some of the time. I just, you know, fucking what I like to do is like whenever I get like a twinge of hunger, I eat a Costco protein bar, which is 21 grams of protein and then 190 calories. Yeah. Yeah. So it completely like it doesn't like you'll be hungry again in like maybe like three hours or something like that, but it like completely. It's subs- like like a good uh, like hack to do if you're fat and you have no self control is you can eat one of those before your meal, mm. so you don't overeat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because the the pro the protein is what helps you like feel full, mm. satiates you. Um, or, the, or that's what I hear. So, do you look at fat people with kind of disgust now? Yeah, I have to like stop myself from spitting on them. <laughs> yeah so i try i try to maintain like a healthy distance yeah because now you just you know how easy it is to yeah i mean it's just it's like because think about me like a month like a month ago right i was fucking morbidly obese i was mm-hmm. you know a blob of a man i was mm-hmm. disgusting yes and it literally it took me it's been 21 days and i'm fucking jacked now <laughs> well i don't know i'm fucking I'm in perfect shape. I literally I went from being a blo- like a blob, you know, couch potato. From now, I can literally be mistaken for an elite level athlete, all in the span of three weeks. And it's like that's how easy it is. So yeah. imagine me in three months, and then imagine me in six months. Shit. And then I'm gonna be fucking running circles around you. Oh my god, dude. I'm 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 rooting for you. Is have you fallen off the wagon since starting this diet? No. God damn. And uh, no raisin canes. Zero raisin canes. You know I've I've because like the idea of a cheat day, right? You know, like it's people. Almost everyone works it into their diet, mm-hmm. just as like a form of. You know, because the idea you'd like have to let loose at some point, you know what I mean? But it's like, yeah. even the idea of a cheat day to me right now, it's like, it's just to me, it's just lost progress. So I think about it, I don't even want it. You know what I mean? Like if someone offered me like fresh canes, completely free of charge right now, like was in my room. And let's say it's like a woman and she's naked. I would still mm-hmm. say no. I would still <laughs> decline the canes. Okay. Woman, woman knocks on your window right now. She goes, oh, my God, can you help me? I have a I have a Raisin Cane's chicken finger stuck in my pussy. Can you get it out? <laughs> I would actually, I would fucking 
take my foot and stomp her out of my windowsill. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you say, I'm on a diet, bitch. I'm on a you diet, you, you whore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's... Dude, I mean... You know, I feel like I just suck your dick all the time. Like, I, I just want to... I just want to let you... Like, your mentality is impressive. Because whenever I... Whenever I started diet, I'm already thinking, I'm already doing like the reward. And normally I do a diet in response to like, you know, I just ate, you know, two dozen cookies without stopping. And then I, and half a, half a party size bag of Doritos, which is what I did last night. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm like, okay, now I need to do a, a diet. But you know what I was thinking about doing this week? Maybe we could do it together. I was going to do 33 day fast. Three that seems that seems ridiculous. I wanted to do one before I leave Australia, but um I've done I've done 36 hours. I mean, it's it's like I don't know, I feel like you don't have to do that. You don't have to, but to me, you know, I I have food addiction. It's one of the one of the severest forms of food addiction. But the best I feel is sometimes I can do like a Eight, you know, sometimes we'll do an 18 hour, 24 hour fast, and then it feels like I'm in, I'm in control. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, you know, I've my stomach hurts from eating too many cookies and Doritos, and then I'm and I'm putting more cookies and Doritos in my in my body, and I feel like I'm not in control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's about fucking consistency it's not about starving yourself for 72 hours like Mm. a fucking idiot you know what i mean so instead of starving yourself for 72 hours how about don't eat cookies a month or allow yourself like one pack of cookies every 12 hours or something like that yeah yeah it's um (sighs) yeah consistency consistency is key we know it we all know it. The listeners know it. I know it. We just got to do it. Now, how how do I how do I stay more consistent? Because yeah, I have an amazing metabolism. That's why I'm still in shape. But I could take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I could get yeah. rid of all my face fat and have an actual jawline. You could, but the problem is, and I figured this out, is that you just don't have the dog in you. There's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. Because the thing is, I always had the dog in me. I just didn't know how to fucking wrangle it. I didn't mm-hmm. know how to put it on the leash. Yeah. So now the dog's on the leash. Damn. And I got it, and it's going around fucking biting fat people. Oh, God. So for you, you don't even, the dog's not even, you got like a the fucking, dogs. you have like a turtle or something. I have a, I have a cat that's allergic to cats. <laughs> it's allergic to itself inside of me. It's coughing up fur balls. So your hope, all you can hope for is like maybe like God will send down some kind of some cookie that is actually negative five calories or something. You know mm, what I mean? Interesting, but still tastes as good. Still tastes fucking delectable. God would never do that. God, God only sees fit to curse me. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm getting, uh, so for the listeners, for those who don't know, this is a comedy podcast. You may be, if you made it this far, you may be thinking, I haven't laughed once. Um, and that would, and that would be, that would be a fine response. But, um, this is a comedy podcast. We're two former comedians, but I'm actually getting back into comedy. Really? And I need to get back into comedy because, yeah, I, I'm scheduled to perform uh, a weekend at Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego, <laughs> California. That's sick. And so I'm finally. So for the listeners who don't know, this is this was something that was explained to me by um, a good friend of mine, Alec Parent in, in San Diego, San Diego Comedy. That's where me and Ryan started out. That's where. That's where this this sort of brain trust began. It's it's a comedy scene. It's got four great clubs. It's got great audience. 
But the main the main issue is that it's so close to Los Angeles. So anyone with even a modicum of talent is is pulled is pulled in by the gravity of LA. So uh this is this is what Alec this is the phrase that Alec told me. People in San Diego, they 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 don't move up, they move out. The talented. The talented do not move up, they move out. And so the untalented, they move up because the because of the void left by the people that moved out. And that's sort of the point where I'm at right now. I've gotten no better at stand up. I've done, I haven't done an open mic in a month. I haven't done a show in three months. But I've been around long enough. My name still carries enough weight at, in certain circles that I've made made managed to finagle myself onto a Madhouse weekend. Even when I was good at comedy, could not get on a Madhouse weekend show. When good is a, is a stretch, but even when I was at my best, at my peak. I still could not get into a madhouse weekend. So now, which is I and the, mean, and the shows are selling out too. So there's gonna be like 200 people in there, and I gotta fucking. Wait, the shows are selling out. How? Well, the I think the first show, like the early Friday shows, sell out. The late the late night shows, I think on Saturday are still like 20 people. That's yeah, not bad. Yeah, that's what I feel more comfortable with. But oh well, I'm gonna be nervous as fuck. But it is. I'm getting it... back into stand up. How, I, you literally... I went to an open mic to watch the other day. It did not go up. <laughs> I got um. Th- we this need thing. an intervention for you. Oh yeah, I would say at least one. <laughs> um, and I went to I went to an open mic the other day. Um, it's one of these open mics where I hate the way they do it. They put your name in a bucket, and that you you fill out like a card. With like what you want them to say about you at the open mic, you get to do a little intro. And I I walked there, and I was I was I w- I honestly didn't want to go up, so I didn't put my name in the bucket. And somebody saw me and was like, "Oh hey bro, I put your name in the bucket," because they they had my had my card was there from last time or whatever. And so I was like, "Oh fuck!" So then I just. When no one was looking, I went. I I rummaged through the bucket and I pulled my name out. <laughs> I, have card, I, have the, I have the card here <laughs> in my room now. Can you can you show me the card? Uh it's fucking. It's under a pile of shit. My room is fucking disgusting. So and and for the listeners, you started stand up in twenty seventeen. <laughs> five years. Five years I've been doing it. But sometimes I get nervous. Um, and I didn't want to go up. I had nothing I wanted to do. And it was fucking rude of that guy to put me on the list. <laughs> That's how you're telling yourself. That it's rude of that guy to, help, to assume that a, a comedian is going to try and go up at an open mic. So he tries to it's, help it's, you. It's very presumptive. Very presumptive of him. How fucking um, rude of that guy. Yeah, I mean, listen. You need a change. Let's be honest. You need a massive change. But I don't want to. Then listen, you're, you're just going to be... You're going to be my little... Right. You're going to be my little bitch. That's, that's what you're going to be. You're going to be on my podcast. You're going to be Ryan's sidekick the rest mm-hmm. of your life. Mm-hmm. Is that what you want to be? That sounds great, honestly. <laughs> then I guess, I don't know, it's fine. You're going to have to yeah. hold out for... Eight months. I just, I just got to get through this weekend, dude. I just got it. And Chris, um, the guy that the guy that booked me, he called me and he was like, "Hey, do you want to do you want to do the 11th of August or something?" Um, by the way, hit me up if you want free tickets to the show. Um, the 11th of August, and I was 11th like, of August. Yeah, and I was like, dude, can Wait, I like? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm back like the eighth. Back the eighth. Of August, All right, I'll be there. Like I'll that. report to the to the fan club how the weekend goes for you. Because yeah. I know I if like, you report, you're gonna be like, "Oh, it went, uh, it went all right." Yeah. No matter how it actually went. Uh huh. Um, and uh, yeah. Yeah, so, people yeah, are please. fucking booing you. People <laughs> are, storm- are storming the stage, trying to drag you up. Back. 
Um, so he, so I was like, dude, can I not do the 11th? Like that's, um, like that's my first weekend back in town. Like I would love to get a chance to like practice comedy before I like maybe do, go in front of an actual audience. Cause I'm going to be in Asia for like three weeks talking to fucking Japanese people. So, and he was like, yeah, but there's, there's an important booker from the laugh factory. That's going to be in the audience on that show. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll just burn my bridge at the laugh factory <laughs> as, as well. So, so yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm excited for the return. So I've been going, I've been going out to comedy clubs, not to perform, just to watch, just to kind of ramp myself up, pulling my names out of buckets. And the last, the last one I went to, I honestly didn't watch comedy cause I kind of find it hard to watch. I don't, I don't enjoy it anymore, but I did, I did misgender a transgender comedian. Okay. I feel bad about it. How did he she so, react was it, it was a trans it was a transgender woman okay he she went up she did her comedy she did she did about you know five minutes on gender one minute on like like nazis or something like that it honestly was it honestly wasn't the worst um seemed seemed new or whatever and she comes up and she, she comes up, starts talking to me and this other comic, like just fucking talking about her set. And I honestly wasn't even listening. And she leaves. Oh, here's the thing. She's she's about three inches taller than me. Mm-hmm. And and then the her her voice is just deep. I, I don't know. I I <laughs> she I I kinda like the illusion when she was on stage, like I could kind of suspend my disbelief. But when she was right in front of me, she fucking anyway, she she talks to us for a little bit and then she goes, All right, see you guys, and I'm like, All right, see you later, man. Uh, Hit her with one of those. She gives me a dirty look. She thinks I and I pretty much did I don't know. I think she thought I was intentionally making fun. But I yeah. I mean I just in my moment I was like, Oh yeah, it's okay, that, that guy's leaving. Yeah, I I did almost the exact same thing on like a DoorDash order like a few years ago, mm-hmm. where uh, very clearly a transgender woman, mm-hmm. and uh, you know she grabbed the food or whatever. I was like, "Here you go, man," and then mm-hmm. I immediately felt bad. I yeah, felt, I and I mean I feel like she didn't notice it, or if she did, but yeah, it's probably not the. I mean, would you have said that to a girl, to a full cisgendered girl? I don't think so. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, because sometimes, sometimes I'll say like "dude" or "bro" to a girl, but rarely do I say. Maybe I'll say like, "Oh, come on, man," to like. But yeah, like "see you later, man." Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think this is my this is my new strategy, and and you can try it. I'm. No longer I'm saying see you later, man, or later dudes. I'm saying I'm saying bye bitch to everyone. Mm-hmm. Bye bitch. Like that. That's pretty yeah, I mean that that can't go wrong, I don't think. Can't go wrong. I mean unless probably, it's a trans unless it's a transgendered man. Yeah. That yeah, that's probably that's probably not good. Fuck, and they're all hopped up on t- testosterone. They'll probably beat my ass. That's true. Yeah, but I think you can. I mean, you, the man strength you still have will you can probably overtake him. You can't even you can't acquire that. You know what I mean? Yeah, Just gotta get yeah. yeah, you can't. Um. Yeah, yeah. Can you so get the back penis? in the old game? Can you get the penis? Yeah, is that possible now? Do they have yeah, the technology? Oh, yeah, yeah. How yeah, do you get the, the technology? Penis? They f- they form it they form it from the labia and um the clitoris. The clitoris has the most nerves of any point in the human body, right? Uh-huh. So they can actually stretch the clitoris out into form sort of a head. That seems uncomfortable. Penoplasty is what it's called. 
Where does the vagina go? Under? Penoplasty is a sur- oh wait that's a surgical procedure to increase penis size. Never mind. I feel like we had this discussion. I think we had it with Pablo, and then I, I figured out that you can't get the penis. You can get the penis. How do you get the penis? They take, they reform. They reform the. It's show me if you if if you heat up human skin to about. 200 degrees Fahrenheit and you you it's basically like clay on one of those little spinny wheels you can, you can form almost anything you want have you seen people have you seen like old school candy makers is it kind of like that well I haven't seen that so I I, I, I don't know <laughs> you haven't seen people make like taffy um no Penile construction. This surgical procedure can include removal of the vagina, reconstruction of the urethra, and penile reconstructions. Surgeons may either use vaginal tissue or tissue from another part of the body. Show me one. what one looks like. Okay, yeah, I'll find one. Because there's no way it's convincing. Because, I mean, the thing about, like, I feel like the vagina can be convincing because it's essentially just a hole. Yeah. But, like, even yeah, then, I feel like you can still, you. there's, like, there's still intricacies that can't be achieved with the, like, if you look closely with a microscope, you'll be like, this is not, God didn't give this vagina, you know what I mean? But it, from, mm-hmm. from certain distances, it's, it's like, this looks normal. But from the penis, I feel like at no point are you convinced that... You know, you oh, here we go. Here we go. All right, this guy, this guy, okay. This guy used, dude, this guy's got a full-blown dick. This, guy, this guy's got Let a full-blown And it's bigger than mine, which is rude. They, they use skin from his stomach. <laughs> really? Yeah, here, let me, uh, let me drop this in the chat for you. For anyone listening at home, it's uh, abc.net. Transgender man explains. Transgender man has penis reconstruction surgery using skin from his stomach. And dude, yeah, looks, see, this looks off. Like this looks alien. I mean, it's because, yeah, it's, there's a little bit of scarring, but that probably clears up in a year or two. No, not just the scarring, but, like, the skin is clearly, because you know how, there's no discoloration, because, you know, like, my yeah, penis is pink, you know what I mean? My penis, my penis is pink as well. Or, or well, like, purple. My penis, my penis was pink. Now it's what? It's gray. It's gray. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an inactive color. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's like my penis It's a volcano. Isn't... My body's in color and my penis is in black and white. It's basically what it looks like. Yeah, so this is, I mean, it just, I, it looks like a protrusion almost. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It, there is no discoloration, but honestly, probably tighten up the stomach too. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe it's good if you have, maybe the good thing is you go, tr- you go trans. You first off, you get you gain fucking forty pounds, then lose it. You got the loose skin, fucking zip, like a facelift. Fucking tighten that shit up into a fucking mega hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could work. And this person, this is honestly like, I wish I had more pictures of this person, but this is, this might be the most convincing trans man I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the the stuff that they're doing nowadays is like some some people you can't you really can't tell trans women and yeah. trans men. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Hmm. It's making me start to think that Ben Shapiro's wrong. Yeah. What does he even say about it? He says that you're you're either a biological man or you're a biological woman. Mm. I'm starting to think some of these are, you know, women trapped in men's bodies. Mm. Yeah, man, I I don't uh I don't understand it as much. I don't meet a lot of trans people, and it's cuz there's not that many. 
if you if you do it percent percent wise. Yeah, I mean, definitely, uh, they're a rarity. And then how do you react when you, is it like, when you see one, is it like seeing like a fucking, yeah, when I see a trans person, it's like seeing a raccoon. Mm. Like, you don't it's see them every day. They're kind of scurrying away. Yeah, and it's like, well, that and it's also. Dark. They're typically homeless and digging through the trash. And if they come towards you, that you know that they're fucking, they're a rabbit. <laughs> okay, type in type in Valentina Sampaio. Valentina. S a m p a i o. This woman's trans. Yep. There's no way. Fucking Bing Bong. Bing bong. I hope she got the pussy surgery. But I'll suck a dick. I hope you got the pussy surgery, baby. Damn. No, she gotta have the pussy surgery because she can't wear this with the dick. Ooh, buddy. I think she's Brazilian, though. Yep, Brazilian. No, no, no. I'm saying they, they're kind of they're kind of a different different class. You think they're more primed to be good trans? I just think I just think I want to fuck them no matter what. Yeah, I could see that. So trans, trans, straight, whatever, dick, gay, lesbian, I'm I'm in. Is is a fake vagina on a man? Is it immune to STDs? Because like, where does it go? Or I guess. I guess you're still pissing out of it. You know what I mean? Still pissing out of it, but there's but there's no fallopian tube. Uh huh. I don't think, right? Yeah. So maybe unless, like, what if you? Unless they put your balls up in there. What so like let, the balls? Yeah, I mean, I think they just lop them off. Not the balls. At least put a, or they put them in the titty. Maybe they put them in the titty. Maybe they form it into like the nipple or something. What happens what? to balls in a vaginoplasty? Like, if you think about it theoretically, if you're a trans, plug your urethra and then be immune to STDs. Yeah. It, maybe there's some kind of bloodstream thing where you could still get in. Maybe. Okay. But think what about, about that. The, what about the, the scrotum? What about the scrotal skin? Is it donated to trans men? Oh, shit. There should be some kind of one-for-one one thing, but here, I think there's like a million times more trans women than there are trans men. That's true, but it's like, I don't know. How, like, I bet there's no trans men with genuine balls out there, you know what I mean? So, might as yeah. well let some yeah. of them start having them. Yeah. Or maybe, okay. like, I would like to collect Valentina Sampaio's balls. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. <laughs> you, you you have a giant picture of her in your home, and then <laughs> in front of it, a mason jar with her testicles. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, that's your balls. Got them in an auction. <laughs> I got them in an auction for $120,000. At the end of every hard day, I open it up and take a whiff. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's submerged in my own semen. Oh, shit. Okay, dude. Okay, I'm on, a, I'm on Reddit, male to female. Mm-hmm. Okay, the t- title of this post, I'm losing my ball privileges. Haven't told anyone, but the 17th is my day. I'm purely, I'm very excited to have purely metaphorical balls. Still a bit bummed that I can't take them home to burn or something. This, this oh, lady's fuck. trying to burn her own balls. That is crazy. Okay, this person says, is your procedure an or- orchiectomy? She says, yes, it's an orchie, which I believe an orchiectomy is a removal of the testicles, but not the the scrotum. 
So what? it's kind of take, taking the balls out of the bag, but leaving the bag. Why would you do that? I, I think maybe you... The scrotal surgery is... I don't know. You know, I was, I was going to make something up, but... Orchieptomy. So at that point, isn't the scrotum just loose skin? An orchiectomy is a surgical to remove one or both testicles. And then what's scrotal removal surgery? Orchiectomy versus prostatectomy. No. Who would want that? Yeah, let's see. Scrotal removal surgery. That's what we need. Now, and by the way, I would be down to get my scrotum removed. Yeah, I think it would really... I don't know. I think you need this scrotum. I think you need more testosterone. Maybe put a third ball in there? Yeah, I think you need to add more balls. Maybe take some of these trans women's balls. I think maybe stuff your sack with like six or seven. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I remember one of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. I, was, I think I was in like fifth or sixth grade. I was at this this private Christian school that I went to. And some guy said that he had four testicles. <laughs> two two were regular. One was metal and one was nuclear. <laughs> and I, I never figured out what a nuclear testicle was. But when he said that, I remember being like, this is the funniest guy in the whole school. Yeah, that's sick. The funniest guy in the whole school. But I was, I was a fucking pussy back then, man. But I, I did know at least having a nuclear ball was funny. It's very funny. They're probably both tumors and he's probably dead now. Yeah, I do believe he's dead. Um, hmm. Yeah... So listen, let's pivot. All right. Not ready for the pivot just yet. Still now listen, it ties in. In balls. Okay, okay. I'm ready for a pivot tie-in. Would you rather give it to me? Have a full-on scrotomectomy. What's the what's the what 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 what's it called when I lop off the penis and the balls? Pen- penolectomy. Okay, so would you rather have a full-on penolectomy? And let's say in this scenario, we're in a parallel universe where your penis still works, so it has use. Okay, yeah. Okay, so you didn't need to even say that. Penolectomy, penis full working, or you have to go down in the Titan submersible. Ah, uh, fuck, dude. Dude, I think, I think I'm going penolectomy because... I, I don't know that much about this. I've only seen the fucking shit from uh, like memes and shit. But to slow to know that you're slowly running out of oxygen. No, that didn't happen. Did they save them? They died instantly. You haven't seen the updates? No. They found the debris. The 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 submarine imploded. Oh shit! So they died like literally instantly. When did this happen? Uh, like a few hours ago. God damn. What were yeah, they, they trying to do? They were trying to fucking. They, they were, were trying Titanic. to recreate the. They were trying to recreate the scene from Titanic. Mm-hmm. They were gonna. They were gonna go out on the fucking stern under the ocean. <laughs> they were going out on the stern. One guy was dressed up like like Leonardo. The other guy was dressed up like Kate Winslet, and they were just gonna go down there and fucking cosplay. And they opened the hatch, and they died instantly. Did they open the hatch? No. Or how, it, how, I, I've actually, because, you know, I'm not really doing anything these days. So I w- I've been following the story. I watched fucking, you know, James Cameron? Mm-hmm. You know, he's been, like, to fucking the deepest part of the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. I fucking, little, I, like, submersible. Yeah, I watched, like, the hour and a half, like, documentary of him going to Challenger Deep or whatever. Just, like, in, in, in this wormhole of the whole fucking Titanic thing. But uh, basically the Titan or whatever, like the submarine that they were in was like not certified at all. And the hole was actually like, so all holes of like uh, every other submersible that like deep sea submersible is like steel. 
it's like steel or titanium. Yeah. The whole the whole of this submersible was like carbon fiber. Oh, okay. So it was like completely like not graded to fucking go this deep at all. But I think it's had like multiple successful trips, but like this time obviously fucking not. And it just Damn. it literally like just imploded. Fuck. So they went down there just to see the Titanic. Yeah, I mean it, it's like a tourist thing where uh like one of the guys in there was a fucking billionaire. He like he was actually like a, a really interesting dude, like Hamish Harding or whatever. He uh he went to space on like Blue Origin or whatever, like one of the first space tourism people or whatever. And then he also went to Challenger Deep. Like he went to the deepest part of the ocean. He's like one of like fucking twenty people that have done that. Mm-hmm. So he's like he went to space. He, uh, and then he like also has like a record for circumnavigation in an airplane or some shit like that. But like so, like Ocean Gate or whatever is like it's just like a tourism thing. Like they were just taking him down the Titanic just to show them, and it was like a Pakistani business guy, his son, and then the billionaire. And I think they each paid two hundred fifty thousand to do it. Damn, bro. Fuck. Yeah, Subro. I did not know about that shit. Um, fuck. This guy went to the South Pole. He went to space. And then he died trying to see the goddamn Titanic. The the fucked up thing about it, too, is, like, I'm pretty sure he's seen the Titanic before. He's just, like, this is just, like, a fucking, like, this was just, like, a normal Sunday for him. And he just, mm-hmm. he fucking died doing it. Yeah. I, Cause I, dude, I saw plenty of memes, uh, that were about like, it was like, like Miami girls when they hear there's a billionaire trapped in the ocean and it's like some, some bitch on like some kind of ship trying to go down. <laughs> um, yeah. Was it t- damn. Okay. So it was a tourist expedition to view the wreck of the Titanic. Communication was lost one hour and 45 minutes into its dive. Oh, shit. Concerns about the safety of the vehicle had been previously raised, and OceanGate executives refused to have the Titan certified, arguing that excessive safety pros protocols impede innovation. Ain't that the truth, brother? That's the damn truth. I'm tired of the shit being too safe. <laughs> Wait, is the Titanic is the Titanic off the coast of like Maine? Uh, it's like off the coast of Newfoundland or something like that. It's a little north oh, of Maine. Shit. Did it did it hit did it hit the iceberg on the way back or like as it was leaving? I mean, it was on its maiden voyage, so it was like its first sail ever. Mhm. So, I mean, technically as it was leaving. Yeah, fuck. Sank in 1912 when it collided with an iceberg. Let's see. The you know, I want to. I want to. I want to get a time machine, go back in time, and get on a fucking sea do, and just start doing donuts around the people that are drowning on the Titanic. <laughs> get on a what? Is it like a fucking jet ski? On a fucking jet ski. A sea do? You know, you never seen a sea do? Nah, nah. How do you spell it? S i d u o. C s e a d o o. C do. I I don't know if they're nice, but I think they're like the nicest jet ski you can get. Sea do. Okay, damn. Yeah, that shit. That shit looks fucking almost military. A couple of them that come in that fucking camo color. <laughs> Yeah, bro, this shit looks. You could definitely fucking you... outrun the Titanic on this <laughs> motherfucker. Or you get you pick up a fine bitch on the back of your sea Oh yeah, yeah, fine yeah. Fine 1912 bitch. Yeah, she's like, bye, Leo. Sorry, I need me a man with a sea You ain't got a sea Leo. <laughs> fucking poor Damn. bitch. 
Have you seen the Titanic? The movie? Uh huh. Not really. I I feel like I know. Wait, really? I mean, well, yeah. I, mean, fucking... I don't think I I've mean... ever seen it like start to finish. For the longest time, I didn't watch it because I was like, I bet this shit is. I was like, you. I was like, I bet this shit is overhyped. But it's a it's a fucking amazing movie. It's a very yeah. interesting way of telling the story. Oh yeah, because it's like through the it's just through the perspective of like these two fucking horny dudes, this horny yeah. guy and this horny chick. Yeah, the horny dude, a horny trans woman, and but it's also like you see the trans. Wait, there's woman. a trans woman on there. Yeah, Kate Winslet is trans. No, you're bullshitting. They don't tell you in the movie, buddy. You can tell. <laughs> no. I mean, Kate Winslet herself is is a cisgendered woman. Yeah, but her character's trans. Okay. Dude, uh, so it was on its way back, or like, so it was it left from England to the U.S. So it was almost fucking there. Yeah, it, I mean, it was almost yeah, too, because it was going to New York, I think. Mm-hmm. Damn. So it was pulling up on that bitch, but then they fucking went down. Damn. At the time, it was the deadliest. It was the deadliest fucking ship crash of all time now it's only now it's on number five wait what are the, are the other ones like fucking wartime no no that's let's see the uh, mv dona paz has uh 1500 to 4300 deaths they're not sure because it had a lot of stowaways what the fuck yeah What's number one? Oh, that's number one. Oh, dude, I'm on the fucking sickest. I'm on the sickest Wikipedia of all time. It's it's got the most. It's got the the list of accidents and disasters by deaths. It's got sporting accidents. Something some Roman Colosseum thing fell. Thirteen thousand people died. Yeah, I always go on those types of Wikipedia. Have you seen like the? The crowd crush one is that on this thing? Oh shit, I don't know. It says nuclear and radiation, industrial. Fucking goddamn explosions. Okay, twenty thousand deaths in an explosion. The Wakong, the the Wangong Chang explosion in okay. in Beijing, which sounds like I'm making up a race's <laughs> name, Wangong Chang. In the Wangong Chang gunpowder factory, destroys part of the city and kills twenty thousand people. Jesus. Oh, but shit, that was in the 1600s. Jesus Christ. Wait, how the fuck did they get an explosion that big? Yeah, dude, how the fuck? Fucking Michael Bay level fucking explosions in the 1600s. God damn, I bet you that thing looks sick as hell. Um, God damn, dude. Also known as the Great Tangi Explosion. Bro, there's no way. How the fuck did they kill 20,000 people at a gunpowder factory? I mean, maybe. Yeah, oh, I guess. oh, it was in Be- it was in Beijing. I feel so. like they asked like one fucking Chinese dude, and he's like, "Oh, twenty k. At least twenty thousand die. At least." <laughs> they fucking listed on. There the was ship. like twenty thousand more people here yesterday. Um, goddamn, dude, that's huge. This is a sick list. Um, structural collapses. Dude, China's getting all these fucking ones. Apparently, there's an amphitheater collapse in in Italy in 27 AD that killed 20,000 people. Damn. Who the fuck? What are they watching with 20,000 people? You know, they they don't have like fucking Metallica out there. You know what I mean? Like what? the first the first ever 69. Yeah, they're all fucking. What the fuck? The dick sucking Olympics. <laughs> the dick sucking Olympics. We're here at another sold-out dick-sucking Olympics. <laughs> oh, crowd crush. Okay. Do you do you know do you know the top number for a crowd crush? I feel like this is something you you might know. 
Six thousand. You're are you on it? You're watching. I'm on. It? Uh, I'm on the Wikipedia. Okay. Yeah, because you fucking nailed it right on the head. Civilians fleeing the France French army tried to cross the river in Portugal, and they went over a bridge, and they all which and they collapsed, and they all fucking died. God damn. Not me, bro. I'm surviving that shit. I'm making a raft out of the other dead bodies. Yeah, I, I definitely live. Midair, as we're falling, I use people as like stepping stones, like in a fucking mm-hmm. cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm just making it to the other side. Did you ever watch fucking what was that? The the Hobbit movies. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've seen them. There's like a Fast and Furious scene, in like in one of the Hobbit movies, where there's like a bridge collapsing, and the guy's walk is basically like walking on a bridge that's collapsing. He's like jumping off of pieces that are attached to nothing. Yeah, I feel like, wasn't that the scene where Gandalf died or something? Or that no, 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 this. Is, the Lord of the Rings is a little, a little less, uh, is a little more chill. Collapse of Circus Maximus in Rome led to thirteen thousand deaths. God damn. Let's see. Elevators. Hundred and one. Pe- Hundred and four people died in an elevator in in South Africa. What the fuck? What elevator is that? Uh, the Van Reefs mining disaster. So I guess it was a big uh, mine. Yeah, I guess. A locomotive crashed through a safety better barrier and fell into a mine shaft, hitting an elevator which was carrying 104 workers. <laughs> That's unlucky. You're on your way up after a fucking hard day, and then a train. Then <laughs> <laughs> you hear a train horn, and you're like, "That's odd." <laughs> Sounds like it's getting closer. God damn, bro! Snuffed out. The top fuck, the three, top three are Africa or South Africa. Yeah, top top three elevator deaths are in South Africa. Wuhan got one. Wuhan's number four, nineteen deaths. Damn. Yeah, all these are like construction or fucking mining. Yeah. Okay, fucking... This is in 2004. 1,700 people died at a fucking train wreck. Tsunami train wreck. Okay, so they were on the train and then a fucking tsunami came and fucking... Yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, that, that would that disaster. would go under yeah that would go under a tsunami disaster in my book. God damn, these these are fucking wild. Road, Let's see, a tanker explode and killed two hundred thirty people in the Congo. On the road, let's see. Yeah, all these are like explosions. Bus crash. Yeah, fucking wild, dude. None of these are in the U.S., though. That's how yeah, fucking good we are. Yeah. If well, you look at this ni- whole list. 1963 New York smog. 405 people died. Wait, where do you see that? It's at the very bottom. The smog, smog. death. Wait, what is this? this? 12... 12,000 people died during the Great Smog of London. These are fucked. Wait, what, like, what, the smog, like, what, like, they died of, like, fucking, can't see? They just coughed out their fucking lungs? Yeah, and they, they ran, they they just couldn't see, and they stepped on a train track. That's Period of unusually cold weather combined with an anti-cyclone. And windless conditions collected airborne pollutants, mostly arriving from the use of coal, to form a thick layer of smog over the city. It lasted about. It lasted four days, December fifth to December ninth, nineteen fifty-two. Bro, if like people, if I mean, if there's smog, like I'm just not. If I'm going out, I'm going out with like a mask. No way a smog yeah. can take me out. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
this is damn. So four thousand. So I guess twelve thousand people were killed. Like, damn. Over time, maybe, and like four thousand were killed during those four days. That's how fucking bad the smog was. That's shit. And that wasn't even that long ago, like in 1950, I guess. It's a fucking compared lifetime to, ago. Yeah, I mean, compared to some of these things, it's... Bro, that's how fucking life is, man. It's sad. I've been getting high and thinking about dying, and it's fucking a huge bummer. I mean, is it, though? And the biggest bummer of all is I won't be able to listen to this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's the only thing that really makes me sad is, like... If I don't have kids, like, they won't be able to listen to this podcast. So I think I got to have kids at some point. You definitely got to have kids. Just because we've created something so beautiful that it's, it has to be seen. It has to be heard. They have to hear us. Well. But, I mean, I guess what you could do is you can have, like, you can get a girl pregnant and then abort it and then they'll hear it in heaven. So you don't even to have to all, go through the whole... To all the fetuses in heaven, this episode goes out to you. And I gotta go play basketball and read more about deaths on Wikipedia. Ryan, what do you got on for the rest of the day? On the agenda, on the docket, I'm probably gonna read some more. Whoa. Probably gonna... You've turned your life around since you quit video games. Yeah, listen, I told you, and I tried to tell you for it. I don't even, I hated playing the game. But I still yeah. fucking did it. You still did it, dude. Because I'm fucking goal-oriented. I, honestly, this 167 pounds, it's fucking easy. There's been no hiccups. There probably won't be any hiccups. But I'm, it's gonna. if there were hiccups, then I'd still do it. Thing after that, story's the same. Whatever it is, I'm going to do it. I'm living my life goal to goal. Post to post. Fucking wall to wall. I'm just scoring touchdowns for the rest of my life. And and, and you'll be here to witness it. Well. And you can say that you found me when I was a fat little piece of shit. And so you're still a fat little piece of shit, but hopefully one day soon that'll stop. Uh, so two fat pieces of shit signing off thank you for listening i love you all